The things that we have in our heart that we think are impossible are often just milestones waiting to get accomplished if you can push those limits. Listen, everything was impossible until someone did it, so you can either hang around people that tell you it can be done, or hang around people that inspire possibilities. Welcome to the Path to Unlimited, weekly interviews with entrepreneurs, athletes, artists, those that inspire possibilities. And I'm your host, Julian Marion. Today, I have Evan Carmichael. If you just go on YouTube and type Evan Carmichael, you will most likely see who he is. He's a guy that has all those cool videos with uh, the yellow signs on the videos about the, the, the top 10 success rule for most, most of the successful people that you can think of, right? So it's really hard not to find him. So Evan, welcome to the Path to Unlimited. Thanks for having me, man. Well, again, I'm, I'm really excited about this interview. I know that we were supposed to have it last week, but the Canadian weather did not play in our favor. But we, we, we are back um, for this amazing time together. So I really want to kind of dive deep into, you know, your story, um, some of the self-imposed limitation that you had and those other people put on you. But quickly for my audience, can you tell us a little bit more about you and, and your business? Sure. Uh, I believe in entrepreneurs. Uh, I help entrepreneurs kind of at scale. So I have a popular YouTube channel, Twitter account, website. Um, YouTube is probably where I think you found me. Uh, on there, I post daily videos to help entrepreneurs achieve greatness, unlock their minds, fight their, their self-imposed limiting beliefs, and uh, do something that they feel they could uh, really make an impact with. Awesome. So I know you have, you have the... Um the Nespresso, right? And uh, I can't wait for this one. So what, what is your, you know, I know that sometimes an entrepreneur or a small business owner, you constantly have those, those moments where you kind of drift a little bit, right? And you have to refocus yourself. So do you have like a mantra or, or go-to quote that kind of just refocuses you, you know, to what you, you want to accomplish? Um, I don't know that I have a single quote. I think, I think at least for me, what I find is, if I look at the same thing over and over and over and over again, like the same quote, uh, it loses its meaning. And I like the variety. I like having, I, I love, so the Espresso series that you talked about is a daily series that I have on my YouTube channel where I have famous entrepreneurs and actually people from all walks, famous actors and politicians and uh, innovators and inventors sharing their wisdom. And I find that just surrounding myself with these people on a daily basis gets me wanting to do more. Like mm-hmm. I may have done a lot in some people's eyes, but I want to do more. Like I'm nowhere close to what that guy's impact is. And he like pushes me to do a little bit more. And so I find that a lot of them are seeing similar things They just use different words and just kind of different ways of pointing at the same spot mm-hmm. and hearing it again and again and again, in different words from different people help reinforce the message and helps me want to push harder to get more done. All right. So clarity on a compelling future, right? What, what is your why? Like, you know, why do you wake up every morning and do what you do? I get an insane high from helping entrepreneurs. It's a drug, man. I can't help it. I would do this if I wasn't getting paid. I wasn't getting paid for a long time. Uh, you know, this is, we're doing this on a Thursday. This is my third thing of the day uh, in terms of like interviews and stuff. I have more stuff lined up tonight. It's just like, constant and it gives me energy it's like isn't that draining for you no man this is awesome i live for this uh i can't help it this is just i 
you know, I had my first session years back where I had this event with the YMCA where I helped three entrepreneurs and just leaving that left me feeling like I have to find a way to keep doing this. Even if I'm never making money, I got to keep doing this. I love it too much. Uh, and it just, it makes me come alive. So every day I wake up and, and the spark usually for me is looking at my YouTube comments because I see people who have left amazing comments about how my videos have helped impact their lives. And it makes me just want to do it again and do it bigger and do it more and reach more people. Cause I remember when I was struggling as an entrepreneur and sucking and having no confidence, uh, I wish that I had this to be able to turn to. And so I'm trying to be that person for other people. That is awesome. So are you an early bird, a night owl or an early owl? You know, it's kind of like a, it's kind of a mixture. <laughs> <of the two. laughs> uh, I think my, I would default if I could to night owl. Um, but I tend to be, I, I like to spend time with my wife too. And I tend to wake up with her. And so we'll usually go to bed uh, between 11 and midnight and wake up in the seven somewhere. Um, so I don't know what you call that. That's not quite an early morning person. Yeah, uh, it depends, right? It depends on where, you know, where you're from, <laughs> you know, I'll get my most kind of flow stuff later. Like everybody's going to bed. I'm in the zone. I'll often get, and, and when I'm, when I'm in that zone, I just, I work, I work, I just go through it. Cause if I go to bed, you know, that when you're in the moment of flow, you got to stay there as long as possible. Cause you're about to create gold that's some amazing stuff that's about to come out right now. And so you got to stay there as much as you can. Um, so I might then, you know, stay up till four or five in the morning and then crash and then, you know, crash out and sleep in the next day. Um, but in general, I stick on a, on a routine. Okay. Cause I know you have a clear schedule, right? You have a very clear, very disciplined in terms of when you post consistency, I think is, is, is key to you. So, do you split your work in terms of like, this is some of the activities I do in the AM. Those are some of the activities that I would do in the PM based on my energy level or, or not? Kind of. Um, I have a specific thing, a routine, I guess that I follow in the morning every day. And I find that I need to set myself up for success every day. I need to surround myself with greatness every day in the morning because that, that flows, that has an exploding effect on the rest of your day. A lot of people don't have uh, morning routines that, are great that build them up to be amazing, you know, build them up to be the best version of themselves, right? They just, they fall into their day by accident. Uh, and so for me, starting the day by looking at the YouTube comments and watching an espresso video uh, gets me thinking bigger. Um, from there, I tend to chunk my days out. Um, so Thursday is my public facing day. It's my interviews. It's my, uh, you know, if I'm on radio or TV or, or meetings or phone calls, it's all packed on a Thursday. Um, Monday is my kind of my new business day that I took over. So I spend a day in that business. Tuesday is my writing day. And I find too many people kind of switch between tasks. Mm -hmm. If I'm writing and then we did this interview, uh, one, before the interview, I'd be like, oh, I got, I got, I got this interview in half an hour. Okay, I can't write now because I'm going to, be you know worried about finishing on time uh and then you know that, that would be an interruption to my writing it's hard to get back into it after so on my writing day i don't have to you know i don't shave not that i i don't even know if i shave today i don't think so but uh you know whatever like i can be in my pajamas all day whatever it's it's i'm just like total introvert mode don't talk to me don't interrupt me with anything i need to get this stuff done 
Thursday is the exact opposite. It's like all I'm doing is talking to people, meeting, and and I just bounce from one to the next and the next to the next. And I carry the energy. Like I'm going to carry the energy from this with you to the next person I meet. It's like coming on, boom, swinging already in a high. Uh, and I find if you can bunch those similar types of tasks together, it makes you a lot more productive and that flows the energy from one to the next where I don't want to be taking like the on fire. Hey, let's go Julian, you know, into my book. Like I got to then get back deep into that introvert mindset to finish it for me. Um, so I have things that I do every day in the morning and then the rest of the day depends on what day of the week it is. I do different tasks. Awesome. So batching, right? So you do, you, you believe hardly, you know, really strongly in batching your, your tasks so that you can move forward. I love it. Okay. So let's, let's move into, um, you know, limitations, right? What is your, what is your take on limitations, personal limitations in business or in life? I think it's the biggest thing that holds people back. I think it's something that most people don't talk about or aren't even aware of. Uh, you're definitely a product of your environment and the people around you and the, the, uh, the conditioned thinking that you've been used to from everything in your environment. Uh, every major breakthrough that I've ever had in my life has come from breaking through a limiting personal belief that I've had. Uh, and also, I guess, beliefs of other people put on me, mostly though my own. Uh, I think it depends on how much you like listen to other people for feedback or not, or how much of your self-worth comes from other people. Um, so as an example, my first company when I was 19, I had a software company and and was sucking at the start, $300 a month, you know, not able to survive. Uh, and, and the biggest thing that helped me back there was I thought, I'm 19, I'm selling scientific software, I sucked at science in school, which is true, it was my worst subject. Uh, I'm selling to people who are two to three times my age, they'll never listen to me. And I told myself that story. Uh, and was just unconscious of it. Like most of these beliefs you have are unconscious. It's not something that you actively are aware of. You telling yourself for the most part, they're unconscious. Uh, and it wasn't until I broke through and realized that they don't care how old I am. They don't care what I studied in school. All they care about is, can I help them with the problem they're facing? And it was, yes, like I could, our software could actually help them. And so that started opening up conversations and started getting some sales, uh, in my business now, one of the biggest limiting beliefs I had was when brands started approaching me. I remember Microsoft was one of my first clients and, and I was all happy and excited. Well, Microsoft wants to work with me. I said, well, who am I to work with Microsoft? Like I'm one guy, Microsoft has huge budgets and insane number of teams. And what can I offer Microsoft? Uh, and then I realized after talking to them, like, oh, I can, I can offer a ton. <laughs> I can offer a ton to these guys. Um, and so I think we hold ourselves back a lot from these projects that we could do because of the story that we tell ourselves. And the first step is having awareness of that challenge, uh, awareness that we're holding ourselves back, awareness that we're not kind of blaming somebody else for why we can't do this or blaming our circumstances or blaming our government or the economy or your education or whatever. Uh, because as long as you tell yourself that story, you're always going to be held where you are. So, so what was a clear like action step that you took? Because obviously you, you, you acknowledge, right, that, okay, listen, this is me doing this to me. Nobody told me that, you know, that, hey, hey, kid, you, <laughs> you're really young. Like, what, what do you know <laughs> about this? But it was you. So, so what did you do to be able to kind of just take yourself out of that, you know, self-imposed limitation? Uh, as a general practice for a good chunk of my life, I've tried to figure out whenever I feel un uncomfortable mm -hmm. – to not just shy away, 
but to try to beat it somehow. And this still happens. Like you don't, you don't like, this is always, this is for almost everybody. You always have limiting beliefs. So then you just, you just expand your box right now. You're playing like this box and you're playing this box and it just keeps growing, but you still have these walls. And as an example, like I've been doing this for 10 plus years uh, of actually like thinking about this stuff. But the other week I'm walking, I'm walking to my salsa studio since you have a salsa studio or not a salsa, you got a dance studio. I'm walking. I, I got beats on, right? I'm like, uh, I'm like, dancing on the scene, taking the side streets. And then I get close to the main street, right? And there's people there. So instead of being like this, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> like, hey, let's just like, let's chill a bit, right? Not doing like crazy stuff on the street. And most of the time for most people, that's just an instinctive reaction, right? That's just, uh, that's what happens. You don't even process that that was uh, a limiting behavior, right? Like, what do I care what these people think, right? I'm in my zone. I'm happy. I'm grooving. And I'm, now I'm going to stop because these people are looking at me. Uh, I'm not going out of my way to make them feel bad or like put something in their face. I'm just trying to be me. And when I realized that this was like last week, two weeks ago, I said, okay, this is uncomfortable for me. I'm going to do it. So then as soon as I had that thought, as soon as I saw myself slowing down, like, no, turn it up. And then I'm back in the like, middle of the street, just doing my thing, dancing and moving. And though, the more you practice it, the more you build that muscle of breaking through those limiting beliefs, uh, those limiting behaviors, the easier it is to catch again. The biggest problem is awareness. Most people don't even know what's holding them back. Uh, so as soon as you can catch it, then it's having the guts to do something about it. Because if you don't, then you, think of, then you live in regret. Then it's like, ah, oh, I wish I didn't do that, right? Ah, oh, I wish I, I had the confidence to do it because in the in the moment you were too scared to actually take action on it, right? Uh, and so awareness, and then have the guts to do something about it. Even something small gives you the little bit of strength to do something bigger the next time and bigger the next time. Yeah, I have a big thing that I talk to all my coaching clients, which is what are three things you can do right now to move you closer, you know, to whatever the goal that you have, because it doesn't matter how, you know, say it's write a book, right? So many people have a book inside. That's my belief. Like you all have a book inside of you, but most people are like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a writer. Like I can't, I can't do this. So it's like, what are the three steps you can do? Maybe it's just write a title, open words, put like five words, right? <laughs> just five words in. But the more you take little action, then you have the compound effect that comes in and it moves you, you know, closer. So let's kind of shift gears in terms of, um, other people, right? Because we know you have, I think you like to call it the little man, right? Little man. You have the little man, <laughs> the little man. So give us a time, like trying to be as descriptive as you can, a time where the little man came in and really trying to stop you or just, you know, change who you are. And what I'll, you- I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story of how I came up with the little man. There we go. Uh, <laughs> little man is a real dude. He's a real dude uh, in my life. But the story of the little man is uh, just for, you know, context. Uh, I believe that as entrepreneurs or, or as somebody who's trying to live an unlimited life, you know, you're a gladiator. You wake up every day. You go to fight for your dream. You're trying to you're trying to make it happen. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall down. And a lot of it is in, in a public arena, mm-hmm. right? Like people are watching you fail and fall and, and suck at stuff. And and you still get up the next day and you, you go fight again, right? That's what you do. You fight for your dream. You want to live in that unlimited life. It, it's not just handed to you. You got to fight for it. The little man is the guy or girl up in the stadium who's just watching, who's just laughing, you know, who's like throwing popcorn at you, who's like joking to their friends, who's too afraid to get up and do something themselves, to be a gladiator. Instead of being a gladiator chasing their dreams, they're just going to crush everybody else. Because maybe 
at some point back in their life, they tried to do something and it didn't work. And so now they have to bring everybody down around them. And we all have a little man in our lives. And often it's ourselves too. Like you are your own little man. That's the self-imposed stuff. Uh, the story of my little man was I was trying to get going on YouTube. I was trying to build up my audience. I wanted to have a bigger impact, reach more people. And I collaborated with somebody uh, and I made a, a six minute video. And I sent it to a guy who was in the industry, who did a lot of videos, who had a lot of success, um, you know, way more experience than I had. I you know, was just getting started. And he said that no video should be longer than six minutes long and that this video will not work and that I didn't understand the, how the internet worked and all of this stuff. Uh, and like really like strong language and that I should not post this thing. I should cut it down. And, um, you know, I had already learned, I think enough from my past and from other people kind of injecting on them, on their ideas on me that, that I know that if I like something, if it made me feel something, it's got to have an impact on other people. So you know what, this video moved me I love it. I'm proud of it. I'm going to put it up. So screw you. Like I wouldn't say that in that language, but I don't, that's safe for your podcast right. either. You can beat that. In. Uh, <laughs> screw is <it>. uh, <laughs> Sometimes you never know. You get on TV, you see that, you know, then, then I get screwed. <laughs> Cut take two. Uh, I get excited. Um, Sometimes a little man is somebody who, who has often does no experience, right? Like it's your next door neighbor who's like, who, who hates their life. And so they're going to bring your life down. And those people are easier to ignore. Like it might be a little bit harder on the emotional side, but you can say, well, that person's never done what I want to do. So why should I listen to them? Right. You know, you have a, a guidance counselor at school too. who might be telling you to do something if they've never done it. How can you listen to them? Or if your parents are saying you can't do this, well, have you done it? How do you know what I can and can't do, right? If, if they haven't done it before, then it's a lot easier to shrug off their opinions. But this guy had done it. Like, he's had success. Uh, he just did it a different way. And so it takes a lot more guts and courage, I think, to push away somebody's opinions who, who has had success in that industry. Um, anyway, and so the joke between him and his business partner, where they used to call each other little man, and they're both short. And so like they would call each other little man on the street and yay, little man, hey, little man, he it's like, this is perfect. I'm just going to call him. I call him Harry. Uh, Harry is the little, man. the little man. And, and just having like the guts, I guess, for me to push through and do that. Uh, and then realize that, hey, that everybody has this. It's not just me. Everybody's constantly fighting these, these demons, these little men in their lives who tell them to do something or not to do something. And, and like, are you living your version of your life or someone else's version of your life? And once you fully embrace that you have complete control and this is in your hands, then it gives you the confidence and freedom to go and actually chase what you feel is the unlimited path. All right. So we talked about fear a little bit, right? And you said that pretty much the fear is it's kind of like the number one thing that is like stopping people from from living their dream or just like going for what they feel deep inside they need to produce or create. So besides that time where you're, you're dancing with your headphones, do you have a time where you're really fearful of doing something, but you did it anyway. And, you know, yeah, I, you fight that. yeah. I, I think that's, uh, that's the important part. Cause a lot of people try to avoid being scared and you're not going to get rid of the fear. It's feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Like you said, uh, lots, you know, I have a insane need for people to feel like, uh, that, that this value in spending time with me, yeah. you know, like I used to feel like I can't, I don't like letting people down. 
I, I hate letting people down. I'm never late for things. Uh, it's just, it burns me up to let people down. And so I would always fear whenever I had a, a, a speech, when I was ever meeting somebody for coffee, I would fear that I would let them down. Like I wouldn't be good enough. I wouldn't give them information. I would help. It's like irrational because every time I have a meeting or a speech, it's always off the charts, but I would always fear. And so then I would also like secretly hope that they would cancel on me. You know, like, hey, let's set up a coffee meeting for a month away. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'll come speak at your van or whatever. Sure, no problem. And then, like, the day of, like, oh, my God, maybe I won't do well. Maybe, you know, they're going to feel like they wasted their money. And I would, I would hope that they would call me and say, Evan, you know what? We can't do it today. They go, like, oh, no problem. Great. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, but it's, like, it's, it's self-destructive because this helps my mission, right? It doesn't make sense. This is what, this is what I want to do. I want to help inspire people. I want people to believe in themselves. Um, and that's gotten a lot better. I think just through practice and awareness, like realizing that this is a stupid thing that is in my head that I need to crush to get to where I want to go. Even meeting an entrepreneur, like a meeting, a startup entrepreneur, uh, for coffee to talk about her business. I was, I would secretly hope that she would cancel on me because I didn't want to let her down with the information, even though I like, I come out of it. She's super pumped on fire, tons of ideas. I gave her a lot of great things to work with and that's happened over and over and over again. I still would feel going into it that I hope that I give enough value and, and kind of would, would get nervous before the meeting and hope that she would cancel. Um, but recognizing that and then practicing it has helped pretty much limited. Like I'm not, I'm excited to get on the call with you, do this podcast. Um, but it used to hold me back a lot. Um, and I'm glad that I broke through that. <laughs> I think a lot, even people that, you know, I think Tony Robbins was talking about that, how <clears throat> although he's been talking, you know, forever, you know, to like audiences of like tens of thousands, sometimes like, I mean, huge, he still has that right before he goes, you know, where his heart is just like, you know, pounding. It is just like the story that you tell yourself based on that. My heart is pounding. You know, you, you might tell yourself like, okay, am, am I going to just like be there? Just be blank. You know, if it's his first speech or keynote that you do versus, okay, my heart is pumping. Okay, I think I'm ready, right? I think I'm ready. I'm about to deliver. You know, it's the kind of the right. story that you tell yourself best on, based on the same feeling that you have. So, all right, so let's go into an action plan, right? So I know you, you know, you have your mastermind. So I will say that you're also a coach. You do coach people, right? So what would you um, tell someone um, that is limiting themselves or allowing other people to limit them, right? Let's say... Let's say YouTube, right? Because let's say YouTube, it is your, you know, your expertise, right? In YouTube. Let's say, what would you tell someone that's limiting themselves in getting on YouTube and growing? What kind of action plan would you give them? First off, I would want to uh, let them understand that this is normal. It's normal. Like, we all have it. Everybody is super scared. Whether it's getting on YouTube, whether it's doing whatever goal you have, we, uh, we don't like to share that we are vulnerable and that we are afraid of things, you know, even to most of our friends, you meet up with your friends for beer. You don't start off by saying, man, I'm really afraid of this YouTube thing that I have coming up. Right. You you're just talking about sports or talking about your friends or whatever. Um, so one it's normal, like this is okay. I went through it. Uh, I still have other things I'm working through. Uh, and so that's great. The next thing is, uh, try to catch yourself in the moment. So whenever you're feeling, so I would try to work with them like right now. Okay, you're feeling that right now. Recognize this feeling. And then let's take some kind of action step towards 
attaining it? Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? I had a friend of mine who it took me a year to get him onto YouTube. Uh, and he was, his biggest thing was he was afraid what his friends would think on Facebook. Like if I post this on, on YouTube and my friends see it on Facebook, they're going to, they're going to make fun of me or, you know, they're going to tell jokes. And it's a really, your friends are going to do that. You think they're actually going to do this? Like, they're not, but it's like this irrational fear. And so I managed to convince him in one session that, okay, we're going to do it. I took out my camera. I filmed him. Uh, he had a message. We put it up on YouTube and then I connected with his wife and we tagged all of his friends <laughs> to watch it. And all of the comments were all great. Like yeah. it was all really like, oh, you should keep doing this. Good job. I can't wait to see your next video. And then that was like the, that broke the belief. That expanded his box. And he's got other boxes, other things he's got to work on. But that expanded his box. And I was in posting regularly uh, for the past six months on YouTube. Um, and so it's one, recognizing it's normal two try to identify yourself in that moment of having that anxiety and fear. And then three, taking some kind of action to break through uh, and build some momentum towards achieving your goal. Okay, Evan, I get it. Like you want me to go, go on YouTube and fight that, that fear, but you don't get it. Like I, I really have limitations. Like I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of seeing my face on the camera and speaking. Right. So like, I don't, I don't know how to do it. Like, I'm really, I'm really afraid. Uh, this is real. This is not fake. This is real. Yeah. Is this you? You're afraid? No, you? This, this is the person telling you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, hey, you're pretty good. Too, right? bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, so two things. One, I would think about, uh, what's the goal that you want to accomplish, right? Like what is the, what is the impact you want to have? What's your mission? What tied into something bigger, right? And, and make that thing bigger than, what's in front of your face right now. Like my goal is to reach a, a billion entrepreneurs. The way I'm going to do this for YouTube. So I have to conquer this thing to help me get to where I want to go. Uh, and then that, that helps me move on. Uh, a side note to that is trying to remember previous times that I've done it and, and hopefully worked out, right. I had some success with it. Right. So if I'm, if I'm meeting with somebody and I'm worried about it, like, well, I've had, I've done this, couple times before and it always it was always great so why am i still afraid of it that's for like the recurring things um i'll throw a curveball at you maybe you shouldn't you know like if it doesn't support this big long-term thing of yours and it's just a fear maybe you don't need to work on it maybe you should do something else uh as an example i'm afraid of heights right uh i don't have a need to break that fear you know i'm okay with not going bungee jumping or skydiving or you know going on the edge of the scene tower and looking over, you know, uh, I'm sure I saw, I you, I, I'm sure I saw you on the countertop in your kitchen. <laughs> I, I could do that. That's like, that's the max. Um, so like, is that a productive fear for me to want to crush? No. Uh, speaking in front of a stadium of people. Yeah. Like that's going to be scary, but one that I, I need to do because it helps me accomplish my mission. So, you know, why do you want to do YouTube? Why do you want to do this scary thing that's in front of you? Does it support some bigger vision? Does it support your unlimited path in front of you? Or is it just something that somebody told you to do and you're too scared to do it? And so maybe that path doesn't actually support you and you want to go a different way. All right. And side notes, what I, whenever I mentioned Evan on his kitchen counter, because there's a video of Evan goofing off on top of his kitchen counter. So you can go in and find the archive, that video. 
All right, so just let's as we wind down, let's go some rapid fire. All right. <clears throat> so what do you think is the, the one habit or quality responsible for you know your success right now? Believing in myself. <laughs> believing I can do it. Believing in what I'm doing, believing it's gonna work out. All right. What is the one online resource that makes you unlimited? Um this is gonna sound really egotistical i think but my own videos like i made the videos for me i'm glad that other people enjoy them and get value from them but i made them for me i wish somebody else actually did them because uh, i need that daily motivation so it's the, the videos are selfish creations that i shared with others what is one book that you recommend that kind of changed your life uh The book that I would probably recommend is out of print. It's called Radicals and Visionaries. Uh, it was basically what my YouTube channel does, but before YouTube. It's it's uh, success stories of three on, of famous entrepreneurs in three to four pages. And I would read, read a story every morning to help me get motivated and get ideas. Um, one that's still in print, uh, the four-hour work week had a huge impact on me, more in terms of productivity and scheduling and timing, some of the things we talked about earlier today. Awesome. So, Evan, if you were unlimited, could not fail. I am. I am. I What? am, bro. I am unlimited. <laughs> What would you do in the next seven days, Evan? You What are we going to do in the next seven days? You can fail. You can, you can fail. What would you do? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I honestly, I'll throw a curveball out and maybe it's not answering what you want, but uh, I don't really have like, I wish I could do this. You know, if I get something in my head, I just start to do it. You know, I wanted to build a house before I had the money to build a house. And I just drove by a plot of land and bought the plot of land and figured out a way. Like, I don't have, I wish I could be here in five years. I just start doing it. Maybe that's why, you know, we connected and we're attracted to each other here. But uh, if, I, if I couldn't fail, I wouldn't be doing anything. That, like, I can't fail right now. Like, I'm already unlimited. Things I'm doing, I'm not going to fail at. If it's a fail, it's learning and I'm moving on. Like, I, I already have embodied not failing. You know, like, and it's an, it's an important mindset to take in to whatever you're doing, right? I'm writing a book right now, and, and it's about to launch uh, to my publisher, I want it to be a business bestseller, right? I want it to be one of the greatest business books of all time. And, and that might seem like egotistical and like, it's not trying to say I'm, I'm this massive genius, but it, it impacts your mindset when you're going to go write the book. Like if I'm sitting down and say, I'm going to write one of the greatest business books of all time, you approach it differently than I'm going to, I'm going to write my book. I have a book in me, right? Like something you said, everybody has a book in them, right? I'm going to sit down and write my book. Well, what's the difference between a book that does insanely well and just another book, right? So you, you want to bring that. I think that's a challenge for all your listeners too. You bring the unlimited path mindset to everything that you do. You already are unlimited. You can't fail. Now go take action, do something. Bam. There we go. You heard it from Evan, Evan Carmichael, <laughs> believe. <laughs> all right, Evan. So, <clears throat> one party piece of guidance, the best way that, you know, we can support you. And, you know, if someone wants to reach out to you, how can they do that? Uh, best way to find me is, you know, type in Evan Carmichael on the Google. You'll find my website, my Twitter, my YouTube, whatever method you guys like best. Uh, best way to support me is, um, you know, 
consume the stuff and leave comments. That's what fuels me. Your comments on the videos, that keeps me going every day. So check it out, leave a comment, and uh, that's it. You'll, you'll be doing me a huge favor. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Evan, and we'll talk to you soon. Love it, man. Thanks. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode with Evan Carmichael. Again, thank you for listening to The Path to Unlimited. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. It helps us spread our message. And oh, by the way, go to tptunlimited.com to get a free guide to be unlimited in 21 days. See you next week for another episode of The Path to Unlimited. And continue to accept compliments from everyone, limitations from no one. Love you. Bye.